This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again on Old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. And we want to get back to our study here on uh, divine healing, true and false. And we're looking there uh, how the blood uh, makes an atonement for our sins, not for our sicknesses, not for our diseases, but for our sins. But before we do that, I want to bring you one of our gracious old choir songs. And when I get down and kind of weary and dreary sometimes, I like to play this song, and it raises me up, and I hope it'll do you. I get where I can't hardly look up, that's where I go. His grace is enough. The Lord says, my grace is sufficient. But I praise the Lord. You know anything about the grace of God, my friend? Someone told me one day, said, I don't know her. Who is grace? I said, no, you don't know her. You don't know nothing about her. But we bring you to these studies now on divine healing, true and false, and we're looking at blood redemption and uh, 
divine healing. And we're looking there about the blood. And we saw that how a person's mind becomes warped and twisted by all of the false doctrine that's in the land today, false concept of the scriptures. And I see so much of that. I hear it from folks who are uh, being influenced by some of these uh, uh, high and mighty televangelists and all, and they get gets, and they just they just spout off a lot of stuff. They get away from God's word. They use these uh, ungodly Bibles, and they twist the scriptures. And uh, it's only the mighty grace of God that can clear up a poor soul like that and open that darkened understanding to see the truth of God's word. You know what you can pray? Lord, show me the truth. That's right. I know from a personal experience, but I'm not angry with anybody. Folks think maybe sometime the old trailblazer is angry with them, but I'm not. But I'm just blazing that path. I'm just clearing away that rubbish and that all of that stuff that, that clutters up the way and because I was once there. And I know what I'm talking about, my friend. I was, I was born and raised in a hotbed of all of that stuff that we've been talking about. But the Lord never let me uh, zero in on it and get caught up in it. And I always, seemingly by his grace, saw the difference. But listen, I praise the Lord. He opened my eyes. Let me see the truth. And I, I know that my heart was darkened. But listen, God help you in this hour. Oh, listen, would you just look to the Lord? Look to the mercy seat. Bring all your sins there. Rest them on the mercy seat, begging for mercy. Did you know we're going to beg for mercy? These old bodies will go back to Mother Earth one day, be eaten up by the worms, and uh, but praise the Lord, we'll be raised up in the resurrection with our new bodies. Won't you be glad when that day comes? I, I do that. I tell you oftentimes about conducting funerals out there in the, some of these great old cemeteries where they got four or five backhoes digging over there and there's somewhere i'm over here under a little tent conducting a funeral and uh I'm, i get this picture one day the lord's gonna say enough the lord's gonna shout and those old bodies are, you know graves will start coming up them old tombstones will start buckling over knocking over and those backhoe operators folks don't know the lord some of them and they'll begin to see those graves they won't see them bodies no but they'll see that dirt flying out of there and they're going to head for the bushes like a rabbit to the bushes, my friend. Oh, but listen, listen. Now, let's turn back to the fourth chapter of Leviticus. And there we'll find the story of the sin offering. It was a sin offering, not an offering for the body. It was an offering for the sin of ignorance. Every sinner is ignorant of his condition before the Lord opens his blinded eyes. Did you, did you ever realize that? Every sinner is ignorant of his condition. He may think he knows a lot. He may think this, he may think that, he may have heard some preacher, but listen, Satan has ever blinded, ever sinner blinded on these three points. Now listen, as to who you are by nature, what you are by nature, and the judgment that you're under. Every individual is a son of Satan, a rebel, doesn't know it. No, he doesn't know it. Every sinner is lost, unrighteous, corrupt, no righteousness of his own, he doesn't know it. Every sinner is under the sentence of death, condemned to die, waiting for the day of execution, but he doesn't know it. The Holy Spirit must open those eyes, his darkened understanding, and let the light of the glorious gospel of Christ shine into that benighted heart before he'll ever see it. And when he does, he realizes one thing, that it's only the blood that can cleanse him. And brother, he's not satisfied with anything else 
but the blood of Christ. Nothing. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood. Now, surely the old trailblazer believes in divine healing as much as any man. Let's get that straight from the beginning. But let's separate it from the atonement so sinners can get saved. Let's leave it where the Bible puts it, as a gift, as a sign, a gift of the Spirit, a sign following those who believe. Those who believe what? In blood redemption. Those who are saved by blood redemption. If divine healing were in the atonement purchased by the death of Christ on the cross, it would not be a gift of the Spirit. If divine healing is a gift of the Spirit, then it's not in the atonement and has no connection with blood redemption. Divine healing cannot be in the atonement and a gift of the Holy Spirit at the same time. If divine healing were in the atonement, then Paul made a mistake when he said there in 1 Corinthians 12, the gifts of healing by the same Spirit. Either Paul is wrong, or those who teach that divine healing is in the atonement are wrong, as far as me and my house. Old trailblazer, we'll just serve the Lord. We'll take the word of God. And oh, my friend, we have just a minute or two, three or four minutes, but I want to just touch on this subject. Maybe you've been waiting for a long time. Let me call your attention to James 5.13. Then we'll pick it up in our next service. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing songs. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over him, anointing him with all in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another, that they may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Now I've been asked a lot of times, do you believe in James 5.13? My answer is yes. I believe the word of the Lord, but let's look at it. Is any sick among you? Let him call the elders of the church. Who? The one who is sick. Let him. Let him, the one who is sick, call for the elders. Now, who are the elders of the church? Born-again preachers. You see, the elders, the early church had elders. They had elders. Uh, today, elders has churches. You get that? The early churches had elders. Today, an elder has churches. So let the one who is ill call for the elders of the church. And the elders of the church are to go where the sick one is, not to bring them where the elders are, not to put their hand on the radio, not to, get, not to send them a prayer cloth that you cut up out of a bed sheet and send it to them. Those things, we're going to get back into this in our next study. Don't have time to do it justice at this time. My friend, the Bible says, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. That's what we're doing. We're on the internet broadcast here every day, Monday through Friday, and we, Monday through Sunday, and we send this message, redemption, our 11 o'clock service, our Sunday night, Wednesday night service can be heard in Thailand and Morocco and Kenya and Malawi and South Africa, wherever folks got a computer. We send in the Bible, send in the gospel around the world. And we'd like to do that. One of these poor souls, take one of these booklets. Maybe he don't care for it. Lay it over there somewhere on the table. Someone come along, pick it up. God's message, go home to his heart and save him. Wouldn't that be grace? We don't have to know all that. We just do it in faith. The Lord, and if, if you like to help, you want to be a missionary at heart, 
I know lots of folks do that. And you do that and just let me know. Let the old trailblazer know. And then uh, remember the old trailblazer broadcast, if you will. Help us with the broadcast. My website is radiomissions.org. There you can go and look up all you need to know about Radio Missions, the old trailblazer. Have a picture there of the trailblazer. We have a mission statement there, what all we surely believe. It'll, it'll clear up your mind on a lot of things. And uh, listed radio stations all over America. And just general information. And uh, then you can write. And we'll send you all those things that you don't have. If you would, just pray for the old trailblazer. Just uh, when you go to prayer on Sunday at your, at your church, ask the, tra- ask the pastor, Pastor, would you pray for the old trailblazer? He's just an old kook, but pray for him. Would you do that? And then remember my mailing address, the old trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Until next time, may God bless you. Goodbye.